Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. So by the time people hear this, they probably don't know that we are recording on the eve of the impeachment. Impeachment Friday. Technically, it's impeachment. Yeah, I know, but it should be a Friday. It sounds better. If you're a voiceover person, Friday sounds better. They should get the monster truck rally. Remember? It'd be Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. They should make it like... Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I mean, they already do have something for Wednesday. What? Hump day. <laughs> hey, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike. <laughs> so Continue. with all of this negativity out there, everybody has joined. Right. And you're either negative towards the left, you're negative towards the right, or you're a millennial and you go both ways. That came out weird. Or you're like me and you just listen to serial killer podcasts and call it a day. You're odd. <laughs> I'm serious though. People have gone off the deep. I heard Ashley Judd with one of the most disturbing monologues, if you want to call it that, that I've maybe ever heard. This is why I no longer watch the news or listen to it or Here's deal, deal with it. Here's the deal. So I'm going to bring some happiness to everybody right now. I heard a fantastic joke. And before you change the channel, if you're a Democrat, you'll like it. It's about Donald uh, Trump. President if you're Donald Trump. A pre- I know. I was going to say if you're a Republican, it's about President Donald Trump. Okay. You'll both like it. I promise. We heard this from a kid. Go Little ahead. Kid. Oh, yeah, we did. Yes. Awesome joke. I loved it. I'm still laughing about it. Mm-hmm. He said, prior to President Trump... When the Secret Service had a problem and they had the president for him, they'd say, Mr. President, down! And now with President Trump, they say, Donald, duck! <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you got the most humor... Well, no, you didn't. My father also got more humor out of that than the rest of the table. It's really funny. Joke's on you. I've retold that now a dozen times. I bet you have, and I am going to let him know. Good. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation. I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances, Impeachment Edition. No, we're not even going into that. <laughs> we're not even, no. No, we are not. No. However, we do have, I think, an exciting show. I'm actually, it's it's going to be fun. By the way, that is Michael, if you've never listened. Oh, welcome. My name is Vanessa. Welcome, everyone. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. You can decide which is who. Got who is who? Super Which, excited about that whole Friday, Friday, Friday. I thought it was funny. Anyway. 
So we need to start somewhere. <laughs> it's never good. <laughs> Peloton. Oh, boy. Well, you and I have talked about this a lot. We have, and I thought it was dumb the first time I saw it, and I think it's dumb now that people are still angry about this. The thing that I think is most disconcerting is the actor. The actor is getting backlash. Correct. Like, do you understand? Dear millennials, do you understand that the actor is not actually the the husband? husband? This is a paying gig for him, and he wants to get into acting. Do you realize how confusing it must be to be a millennial? You go to college, you don't realize you owe the money. <laughs> you get go a, down that road, are you? <laughs> you get a job, you don't realize that you have to show up. Right. You watch a TV show like Home Improvement, and you think Tim Allen's real name is Tim Taylor. Like when you go to the when you go to the store, the hardware store, and you can't find Binford tools, how confused are you? You're really making this personal, aren't you? I'm telling you, millennials and we are part of that group. Millennials are the only group that gets offended by something that has nothing to do with them. Correct. And and kick- I'm sorry, but as a female, I think that this backlash is totally idiotic. Well, let's play dumbest a little, thing I've ever let's seen. Let's play a little clip first, and then we'll describe the commercial. In case you haven't seen it, if you've been hiding under a rock, immune, for a absolved from the biggest travesty in media history, we'll share it with you. But first, here's a clip. Where are we at? Even it's on YouTube, but oh, it's from CBS in LA. I'm sorry about the Peloton uh, bike brand. Can you explain to us what the controversy is? So they had an ad and it pretty much was a holiday ad where this husband gave his wife a Peloton bike. Let me stop there. You want to bugs me more than anything? You know what grinds my gears? No, but you're going to say it anyway. It's not a holiday ad. Technically it is because he gave it to her for Christmas. It's a Christmas ad. But they started at Thanksgivings and they run it through the holiday season. So that is why they call it a holiday ad. No, they call Continue. it a holiday ad because they're trying to be politically correct. They don't want to bring religious sector into it. But guess what? You know the definition of holiday? It started airing at Thanksgiving and from Thanksgiving until New Year's, there's 500,000 holidays in there. So that's you know why they call it the holiday the definition ad. definition of holiday. Holy day. Yes. Well, this because I've already said it. No, because I grew up you know We're going back in to the a video. Christian school. Back to the video, Vanessa. Continue. CBS, Los Angeles. All right, let's watch that ad really quick. Okay, you ready? Yes. Now. A Peloton? Give it up for our first time ride. All right, first ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Let's do this. Five days in a row. You surprised? I am. 6 a.m. Yay. Rising with the sun. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace of Austin. 50 rides. She just said my name. A year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me. Thank you. This holiday, give the gift of Peloton. You know what I just realized? He's barely in the ad. (laughs) The guy who got the backlash doesn't talk. He's barely in the ad. And the backlash is that some sexist dude buys his already skinny wife a bike that she didn't need. That it appears she wanted. Correct. 
This is why I have a problem is because it's like saying that I asked you for a treadmill and then you got me a treadmill for Christmas and I looked at you and went, do you think I'm fat? Really? Well, I asked for it. To be fair, that's why I haven't bought you a treadmill. I'm afraid <laughs> of that reaction. <laughs> the, but I just, this is so dumb. Like, I'm sorry. There are very fit people who ask for things in their home so they don't have to go to the gym. Like, I understand. Like, let me give you a new ad that Peloton will never run, but if they did, they would deserve the backlash. And let me preface this with something our pastor has said many times. A text out of context is a recipe for disaster. It's actually a text out of context is a pretext for disaster, but go ahead. That's the same thing. No. It is. (laughs) No. But if you take this one little clip and put me viral, I'm not going to be happy with you. Continue. Watch this. Peloton, not for fatties. Like, they could get a backlash for that. Right. Right? I just, I think it's dumb that you are criticizing an actor who took a paying job who's trying to start his acting career for something he didn't write, he just acted in. Well, no, because you could take a job that was a really derogatory If his first thing was acting as a clan member, we wouldn't be saying the same thing. But this isn't a derogatory commercial. It's not. They're not. I mean, the thing here is no one asked. Well, I shouldn't say no one. No millennial is asking. What if she asked for it? Correct. And you want to know what's really funny is the actress in this. She goes, I think it was my face because I had the same expression the whole time and I didn't know how to change it because I haven't done that many commercials. I think that's kind of cool that she took the blame for it. She did. She goes, I think everybody's mad because of my face. <laughs> but <laughs> like, really? I'm going to bring it from a different perspective, from the male perspective. Maybe he bought her the bike. Maybe she asked for the bike because she wants to leave and wanted to get in better shape so she had better uh, you know, prospects when she left. Maybe she has a thing for that male instructor that was on the bike that's now on her screen that she can now talk to in live live streaming. I She's don't like, think it's technically if I live. Look, if I, uh, uh, yeah, it is live because in the other commercials that I've seen, they go, good job, so-and-so in Alpharetta, Georgia. I don't even know if that was the city, but they say something like that. Okay. Well, anyway. Maybe she wants to drink more wine at night and doesn't want to show, doesn't want her friends to realize. I mean, those are all possibilities. But the fact that people are upset about this commercial means people have too much time on their hands. Maybe she's concerned with a zombie apocalypse and her way of fighting is to get on a bike to stay in front because everybody else... Have you ever not thought of this in a zombie movie? Everybody drives cars five years later. We have ethanol in our fuel. That fuel would be separated. It would be all gummed up. She's thinking ahead. She's going to use a bike. She's going to survive. It's like that new show that I don't know the name of because we stopped watching it a long time ago. The Walking Dead? Yeah. She'll be the Riding Dead. Not quite new anymore. It's almost a decade old. Well, there's their next series. (laughs) Anyway, we need to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal's tips to investing. Sorry, no more Peloton. Getting ready for 2020 involves reevaluating your financial plan and making appropriate changes. The nonprofit International Association of Registered Financial Consultants can provide a list of members in your area to help you meet the challenges for the coming year. Visit iarfc.org. That's iarfc.org for a qualified financial professional in your area. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality 
and they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another segment, episode, segment, segment. Fireproof Your Finances. Thank you to our sponsors, Global, Auto Works. Auto Works. Don't forget. God bless you guys, because you've saved us a lot lately. Don't forget our international airport here in Muskegon. <laughs> I'd still... They have international flights. It goes to <laughs> Chicago, then to Canada. It just gets me every time. But anyway, thank you. You can connect with us on Twitter, at Fireproof Show, on Twitter. Dot com. And I think I've covered all the bases. So now you can continue with Shaq's investment advice. All right. So our buddy Shaq. I love Shaq. I do. He cracks me up. Um, so if you've ever wondered, I got a question for you. Have you ever wondered what happens when you have too many eggnogs at the Christmas party and you're in broadcasting? You get the interview that you think is not going to turn out properly. You get to interview Shaquille O'Neal on his investment tips. Quite frankly, I think that would be fun because oh, I, I do like too. him. But not if we were professional broadcasters. Probably not. If that not. was your career, you're not like, great, Shaq. Right. Warren Buffett? Nope. Booked. I get Shaq. I'm in business finance, and yeah. I'm interviewing an NBA player. Oh, Jeff Bezos canceled? Who do we got? Oh, it's Shaq. Great. Well, here's Shaq, and I'm playing this because it, actually I thought it was pretty good. Accumulating money at a very young age, what advice would you give to young people about the need to accumulate money earlier? Is there anything that you did wrong in the early years that you would advise people to avoid? I did a lot of things wrong. May I have a piece of paper? I'm <laughs> I did a lot of things wrong. May I have a piece of paper? It's like, paper. May I have a piece of paper? May I have a piece of paper? Blank sheet of paper. And by the way, we didn't replay that. He says it twice. Yes. I got to go back. Paper. I'm sorry, sir. May I have a piece of paper? Blank sheet of paper. Can I rip it? Go ahead. All right. In his mind right now, the interviewer, he is remembering all of those daiquiris and all those eggnogs from the holiday party. No, you should see the look on his face is like, really? You want a piece of paper right now? Yeah, like, why, dude, you came on my show. Why didn't you bring paper with you? <laughs> it's paper. Anyway. All right, continue. Children, young guys coming to a lot of money. This is $100. If you want to. Speaking of that, I know I keep it interrupting. How come that's not backlash? What? Children? You said children, young guys. <laughs> What about young women? Because it's Shaq and you can't... We give Shaq grace. Yes. Yes. All right. Just making a point. What you want to do is you want to rip the 100 and a half. 50. Save it. Don't even touch it. Invest. Put it away. Don't even look it. Now you got 50 left. Now the smart people, the real smart people, the billionaires of the world, they'll take half of that 50, put all that away. This right here, have fun. You want to buy houses, you want to buy cars, you want to buy planes, you want to travel. This right here is what you have fun with. This right here is what you need for when you retire. So you invest, you put it away, you save it, you don't touch it. This is the house money. This is what you play with. It's actually... Not bad advice. Mm -mm. 
No, it's pretty good. I mean, not that everyone or even most people that are listening right now can live on 25% of what they make. Correct. But he is saying, you know, but the, some of the things we've talked about on this show is unexpected dollars. Right. And, you know, the first thing he did is he ripped that piece of paper in half and said, Here's know, 50. At le- bare minimum, live on 50. And we've talked about unexpected dollars, which is your tax refund. Mm-hmm. Your tax refund every year. Rip in half. Imagine it. Rip in half. Put that half away. Right. And inheritance. And inheritance is another. How about the fact that most of you listening right now are paid how many times a month? Or I should say are paid how often? How frequently? Every other week. Which gives them how many paychecks per year? 26. So twice a year. So 10 times a year they get two paychecks, right? Correct. Twice a year something magical happens. There's a third paycheck. And what are most, so we know, we've, we've given articles on here, and if you want to debate it, Google it and debate it, tell me I'm wrong and tweet us or whatever. But you know what, there's too much data out there that shows most Americans, most people listening right now, they can't absorb even how big of a, a, an emergency, unforeseen expense. $1,000. $500. So most can't do 1000 Unfortunately, most can't do 500 But I think LeBron's biggest attribute. My, fi- my fault. Most people, if you think of that, they can't even absorb a $500 expense. That's like a minor issue with your car. That's needing tires on your car. Right. For most people. Brakes. Brakes and rotators. Yeah, that could be it. I mean... And that's, fir- that's something that you know is going to happen at some point because your tires don't last forever, your brakes don't last forever, and things like that go bad all the time because you use them. It's wear and tear. Yeah. Look at this. So, uh, average refund, we're looking at bankrate.com. Average refund, 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 I think from 2018. What is that? 2,899. So basically $2,900. Yet people can't absorb a $500 expense or emergency. So what would happen? There's two things here. Going with Shaq's advice, why do we go with the mindset that this is free money? Because so many people live out throughout the year or quite frankly, what comes right before tax season? The holidays. Mm -hmm. So they look at the holidays and they go, no big deal, I'll get my taxes back and it should cover whatever I'm going to throw on this credit card. So we pre-spend it almost. Correct. Because it's going to come anyway. Correct. Yeah. Um... Do they do that with the three paycheck months? So twice a year, something magical happens. You get three paychecks rather than two. People spend it because they've already kind of had it spent before it even gets there. We as people, we as Americans, um, as a culture, we make it and we're good with two paychecks in that Mm -hmm. month. Yet for some reason, twice a year. When that third paycheck comes, we absolutely have to have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know where I'd be this month without that extra. Well, you got to look at yourself and go, wait a minute, if 10 months out of the year, I'm good. And twice a, twice a year, I'm not. Why am I not good? Because we're pre-spending it. Do the shack, the, do the... What if you saved half? Right. But the thing is, 
Nothing will ever go 100% as planned. Correct. But what happens is most people are heading, as you said, into that month, the three paycheck month, spending it before it's already got there. What Mm -hmm. I didn't hear from you, and trust me if I'm wrong, is did you spend more the month before because you said I've got this extra paycheck coming up? Yeah. You did? Are you I mean, saying some people do? Yeah. So did but no, <laughs> you. When you're saying I used it to pay some extra stuff off to cut down debt, does that mean the month before you said, "Hey, I got three paychecks, so therefore I'm going to splurge this month"? Oh no, I didn't, because I knew I was trying to pay off that debt. Right. So you. But st- in years prior to that, I would have. Right. Because no one's perfect, and again, this was something we learned and we're trying to share. But I loved what Shaq said there. Um, let's. There's a couple more things though in his interview that I want to share with everyone. Uh, We need to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to give you Shaq's secret tip to investing and what he learned from Warren Buffett. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Muskegon first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Okay, welcome everyone to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. Let me clarify, not impeachment edition. I mean, at this point, do we know? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Anyway, back to Shaq. So Shaq shares with us, and this is an article through CNBC titled Shaq. As soon as they started investing like Jeff Bezos, Bezos, I probably quadrupled what I'm worth. Hmm. So in here, he talks about some of the investments he has. He's an investor in Apple and 24-hour fitness, nightclubs in Las Vegas, Auntie Anne's. Krispy Kreme <laughs> at a big chicken restaurant. You like the Krispy Kreme one, don't that you? That cracks me up. Yes. But he, what he says here is when it comes to investing, the former NBA star draws inspiration from Amazon's founder and CEO. I heard Jeff Bezos say one time that he makes investments based on if it's going to change people's life. That's what Shaq says. And once I started doing that strategy, I think I probably quadrupled my worth. One of the things that I loved about this, though, is that he goes down and he says, I never say if I invest in this five years down the line, what could sell it for this? Oh, we no. could sell it for this. Yeah. I'm like, boy, his English is bad. I went to college. Right. <laughs> Kidding. That's where he made he all his money. He follows that up with, though, every time I've had that model, it's always been a failure. And I see that with people a lot. They talk about, well, what's the market at? When do we get out? How much can we get out? Can we? Should we stay in? Should we not? You can't plan that. 
No, and we, we went over that last time, and I, and I want to finish on that, but I want one more thing from here um, before we move forward. Says O'Neill also prefers to with companies he personally enjoys. All of his investments, Krispy Kreme is his favorite. Because he likes donuts. Yep. And Krispy right Kreme is a fabulous donut. Yeah, that's what he says. Krispy <laughs> Kreme is a fabulous donut. I was introduced to it in college and have been in love with it ever since. That's the most amazing reason I've heard for investing in something. You know what, though? <laughs> it makes sense. So we, in our own personal... I'm not, we're not buying a whole lot of individual stocks, but I can tell you, and I don't want to say who they are because I don't want to, that come up as an endorsement, but if you, and I don't want you to do it, I will guarantee you though, you'd be able to guess the stocks that we've bought individually just because you know some of the companies that I really like. Yes. And those aren't huge portions, but I'm going to tell you what, when they've done poorly, I didn't sit there and go, should we get rid of them? I sat there and we bought more. And right. maybe that would have turned out to be a really stupid thing, and, and so far it hasn't. But I think there's something about that, that you get into it from the long haul. Well, it's like my mother. I can guarantee you if my mother knew uh, hill of beans of anything in stocks, because she doesn't, she would have... Hey, careful. You know she listens to the show now. It's fine. I don't, that's fine. She knows. She'll probably smack me with her dragon claws later. It's cool. But... She if probably she have 75% of her portfolio in Starbucks because that woman's <laughs> blood is 75% Starbucks. But she likes them. So mm-hmm. cool. I'm not recommending that at all. No. But she likes Starbucks. So I can guarantee if she did things like this, it would be Starbucks. And I don't think, you know, if you're listening, you're like, oh, I buy Starbucks all the time. No, that's not the point. Well, Shaq I, hold likes on. Krispy Kreme. I would actually say, why not go buy... A thousand. If you're investing, go buy a thousand dollars worth of it. And yeah, I like it. And I'm not saying that should be your own investment, but I don't think that would hurt you. No. And you'll stay in it longer through negative times of performance because it's a company you believe in. Correct. Like now, Jeff Bezos believes in Amazon. <laughs> now, how about this? Sorry. <laughs> we said this before, and when do you get out of the market? When do you take less risk? And it, we are, as humans, we're naturally predisposed to try to get every ounce of value out of something. If you're selling a house, you want to get every penny you possibly can, right? Mm-hmm. And people want to go, well, you know, long term, if you stick in the, in the market, it'll go up. You can't time it. Um, and so by saying you can't time it, I think that's become a justification for taking on risks that you wouldn't necessarily take on. Here's the thing. if you have, What if I told you the market was going to go up 70% from here? It'd be fantastic, right? Yeah. Said this last time, but I want to, everyone, if you heard it, awesome. Hear it again. If not, hear it now. If you had a hundred bucks and it grew to 70%, you'd have 70, easy math. Do you remember how much, if you lost 40%, what that would do? Drops Six, it down to like 60 something. 102. It's $68 worth. Right. If I grow from a hundred to 170, it's 70%. A 40% loss brings it all the way back to 102. Now understand this in order of, we call it an up market in the, in the stock market. We call that a bull market. For a bull market to be diagnosed as dead, to be no more, to be done, we have to see a minimum of a 20% loss, a minimum of 20% in the opposite direction. Oftentimes, a recession, a downturn, we're going to see 30 to 50. I think you should plan on 40. We saw more than 40 in 08. We saw more than 40 in the early 2000s. Plan on 40. Mm -hmm. So if the market were to gain 70%, a 40% loss will bring you all the way back to the beginning. Correct. I don't think we've got 70% left. 
No. The Dow, which teeters, and right now it's right, right around 28,000. 28, it has to get to 47,000. I don't think it's doing that. Which means if it doesn't get to 47, we will go a 40% loss will bring us back further than we're at today. And you know what? I've been talking about this at nauseum for probably the last six weeks to two months. And I finally figured something out. I know who invented the game, Shoots and Ladders. An investment advisor, because you can get up to the top and still fall all an e- the way down to the bottom. An economist invented that, because <laughs> you can play that game for three hours. You're like, finally, still lose. we're about done, and all of a sudden, ooh, blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? I'm at the beginning again. It's the most infuriating game to play with a five-year-old. They get so excited. They do until they go back down to the bottom. A 70%, a 40% loss will wipe away the last 70% of gains. Do you think we've got 70% of gains left in this? If you don't, then fundamentally, from a structural level, you should be changing your investment decisions right now. You should be, and by the way, that's not all negative. The people we work with, people I talk to, I say, so here's the things we're going to do to take advantage of that. There are opportunities to take advantage of that because there always are. But you have to understand that a 40% loss is going to wipe away less 70% of gains. That being said, This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Markey. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.